Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book of the same name. My spidey senses tell me that right about now, a lot of people are feeling worn out, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So this week, I'm dedicating the episodes to covering baby steps for better health. When life goes sideways, it's tempting to neglect your body after all. And there are plenty of mighty important things to worry about right now. And something's got to give, right? But if you're neglecting your physical home, you're going to be more stressed and less resilient. And it'll take a toll on your mental and emotional health, too. And we don't want that. So this week, I'm covering five so simple, they might almost seem silly things that you can do that will improve your health in significant ways. Today's big idea is that there are probably things you've been doing to help you cope with these weird, weird times that maybe aren't the healthiest choices. Could be something like staying up late or eating lots of baked goods or drinking a lot more than you usually do. Or maybe you're getting really super addicted to scrolling through your social media feeds. Maybe it's a few of these things. But since they're helping you cope, you've been cutting yourself some slack around them. That is totally okay and very human of you. But these weird times aren't letting up anytime soon. And it's very possible that the coping mechanisms we adopt now will calcify into a habit. And you know this. Habits are hard to break especially long-term habits that you don't even think about doing. So let's talk about a really simple way you can start to raise your awareness on your coping mechanisms. That's all we're going to do, raise the awareness. I'm not here to lecture you or tell you not to do them. I just want you to start seeing them more clearly because you can't change a habit you don't know you have. And you do that by asking yourself one very simple question. And that question is, is this a valid coping mechanism? Or is this a bad habit? A valid coping mechanism serves a valuable purpose in the short term. It's how you adapt in a positive way. A bad habit isn't so positive. It probably brings with it a handful of undesirable side effects, like drinking every night can impair your sleep and invite pounds to creep on. And it's likely to stick around after the tough time is through. Please, don't get me wrong. I do believe there's a time and a place for everything. After one particularly devastating breakup in my early 30s, the only reason I wanted to get out of bed in the morning was to smoke a cigarette. As addictive as a habit as cigarette smoking was, for those two months while I questioned everything and rebuilt my life, they helped me keep going. After that point, though, I had to really ask myself if it was serving me. I weaned myself way, way down, but I didn't truly quit until I met someone new, who happens to be my husband now, who can't stand smoking. Seeing the habit through his eyes helped me pay more attention to my own voice that said, this isn't helping anymore. 
While there is a time and a place for everything, that time is not all the time. It's finite. And even when we're in crisis, we are still living our real lives. It's not like the sands of time stop flowing. So a coping mechanism has a shelf life. And we are in this weirdness for the foreseeable future. So start asking yourself, is this a coping mechanism or a bad habit? Asking it before you reach for your phone or before you decide to watch another episode, even though your eyelids are getting heavy or whatever your particular coping mechanism is, gets you out of that mode of thought where you're like, whatever, it's Corona, who cares? And prompts you to take a look at what you're thinking about doing from an outside perspective. Sometimes just taking a pause to raise your awareness on your own thought process is enough to get it to shift. And sometimes it's not, and that's okay. You may be thinking about opening your now nightly bottle of wine and ask yourself, coping mechanism or bad habit? And start to see that it's becoming a bad habit, but still choose to do it anyway. I'm not here to tut-tut you. It's still super important to ask yourself the question, though, because generally, it takes a lot of little moments of realization for us to decide to change something. If you're not inviting yourself to have those moments, it will likely take a lot longer, and something a lot more dramatic will have to happen for you to change your ways. Maybe it could be that your doctor is going to tell you that you're pre-diabetic. Or you're trying on your jeans once the cooler temperatures return and realizing they are nowhere close to fitting. Or doing and saying something you regret while buzz to get you to change. When you pause to reflect on the regular, you make it more likely that you'll reach the point where you're ready to change before you hit some kind of breaking point. So that's your tiny assignment for today. When you go to do the thing that you've been doing to help you get through, just ask yourself, Is this a helpful short-term coping mechanism or a potentially detrimental, long-lasting bad habit? Just see what comes up. No matter what you choose to do after you ask yourself that question, at least you're doing it with awareness instead of doing it mindlessly. If you listened to the series of episodes last week on the inner work of anti-racism, I've got a great resource to recommend. It's a free virtual masterclass on how white women can talk with women of color about race, and it's led by Dr. Amanda Kemp. I had the pleasure and honor of meeting Dr. Amanda in a year-long coaching mastermind that we were both members of, and her approach to racial justice really comes from the heart and helps you be a better person without ever feeling like a bad person. You can sign up for her masterclass at DrAmandaKemp.com. That's Kemp, K-E-M-P. And learn how to stand shoulder to shoulder with women of color without imposing on others. There's a link to how white women can talk with women of color about race right on her homepage. For the last time, that's DrAmandaKemp.com. I hope you'll check it out. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 